I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Now, on to the next game for the week, Panthers v. Cowboys. I want to get this out of the way, this talking point. Is Dylan Edwards the form number one fullback in the NRL right now? He's definitely the most consistent. There's no doubt about that in my mind. Um, mate, you asked me this earlier and it sort of it got me thinking. Week to week, I think it's hard to argue with. Like, I haven't seen him play a bad game. He's, so he's been the – like, I think if Pappenhausen was still playing, you'd have yeah. him at number one form, like form-wise. Yeah. I think Dylan Edwards is no longer an underrated player. Like, to me, he is not underrated and unappreciated. He deserves the respect that he has earned. He is currently a top three form player, form fullback in the competition now. And it, to say that he isn't in a top three form, in my opinion, means that you don't watch Penrith games. But, mate, I reckon a lot of people w- would say that he isn't in the top mm. three. Just Form-wise. Again, we're talking form-wise. Form, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I still reckon there's a lot that probably wouldn't. Because he is I, – I keep thinking, oh, he's not underrated anymore. But then I talk to people about him and I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe he what, kind of is. What, <laughs> yeah, what, sorry. What I mean by he's not underrated anymore is like I don't put him in the bra- – me. You. Yes, I don't yeah, put him in the bracket yeah, of underrated okay. anymore. Yeah. He's not the guy that I – I don't sit there and go, oh, shit. Uh He's pretty like he's fucking good. I yeah. go, oh no no, Dylan Edwards is a motherfucker. He's a motherfucker, and I think that it's it's almost you can't argue against it. I think he's a top three form fullback. And right now, if you said to me that all fullbacks went to market and he was in the top five for you know being purchased or whatever, wouldn't surprise me at all. I think the other thing that says a lot about Dylan Edwards is the amount of times I hear commentators or people say about a club, oh they should just go and get themselves a Dylan Edwards-type fullback. And it's like, there is one Dylan Edwards. There is one Dylan Edwards that, you know, seemingly consistently flies under the radar but does his job every single week. Dylan Edwards isn't a go-to-the-shelf-and-pick-out-a-Dylan-Edwards. Yeah. Yep. And, I, and I, that's what I mean with the, like, people think that that can be replicated mm. because, like, he, they, they still... Which, you know, it should be able to. Mm. 
Like, there's nothing that Dylan Edwards does. He is just effort built on effort every single week. Yep. It should be able to be replicated, but it's not. It's really not. Like, if, I honestly feel like if you wanted a representation of this club's turnaround, Penrith Panthers, Dylan Edwards is the perfect person. Because, yes, is he the athletic freak of a Crichton? Is he the next big thing of, of Taylor May or Tungor? No. Is he Nathan Cleary? No. And yet... He's probably in their top three players more often than nearly any other player outside of Cleary and maybe Yo. Yeah. Honestly, I think Dylan Edwards right now is a top three form fullback. And if you had him as the number one form fullback for 2022, outside of Pappy being injured, I wouldn't argue against that. I think as well, if you look at the Penrith Panthers over the last years, you look at the outside backs they've lost, you know, Matt Burton, Josh Mansell, these sort of guys like... There's a world where they could have kept those guys and moved Dill Edwards on and moved Stephen Crichton fullback. Yeah. But no, it was, we played Dill, that's it. We got to finals, Dylan Edwards was injured, running around on one foot. We played Dill. He's too yeah. important. Yeah, absolutely. So I just wanted to make, I just, I don't know, I just feel like he has cemented himself as a top, top tier fullback. A top tier fullback. Because it was only, what, 12 months ago where you were saying, no, no, he's not, he's, he's, a, he's a step below the top tier. I think he's. I think he's in the top tier now. To be honest with you, I think in the, in a year's time we could be having the same conversation. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think he's just going to be one. Of, I think he's going to be like Luke Patton. Mm. He's going to be a gun week in, week out. I don't think he's going to play Origin. Mm. But I, I think he's always just going to be a little bit. Maybe not under. Maybe underappreciated is the yeah. word. Well, hopefully we can change that. Hopefully. Hopefully we can change that because I, I just think he's outstanding and he's consistently and, yeah. 8 out of 10 every week, 8 yeah. to 9 out of 10. And I, I think people that understand rugby league probably don't feel the need to constantly point that out. With yeah. I think they, yeah. I guess we're pretty blessed as well to have some absolute generic, ge- sorry, genetic freaks absolutely throbbing at fullback in the NRL right now. So, mm. like, when you put it up at face value compared to, like, Latrell or Travojevic, then people are like, oh, Here's a good question for them. Here's a really good question for you. Ask me. This yeah. is going to fucking stump you. This is a stumper. <laughs> and ask you to this, Matty. Sure. Would you rather Tom Travojevic on a million dollars a season or Dylan Edwards on 600K? Yeah, see, and this is, this is hard. This is a genuine hard question. Um, and, you know, you have to, I think, you have to take in consideration that Edwards, he hasn't been injured in. Two or three years. He's, he's had minor little things mm. out. He's played through injury. Um, I think the other thing with Edwards, you, you get him on 600K, he's going – like I don't think he's going to play Origin. Mm. So he'll I mean, play he might, you might even get him for 500, honestly. You might, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's, I, I, he's proven on the big stages. He's not going to play Origin. He's not going to disappear for two months, smack in the middle of the season. Yep. Value-wise, I think there's a really fair argument. D- mm. Dylan Edwards has achieved more on the big stages of finals than Tom Travojevic has, and that's – which is crazy to like, think. Yeah. yeah, I feel bad saying that because it's Turbo and he's so good, but it's reality. You have to give credit and to Dylan Edwards. And it's more just because Turbo hasn't been given the opportunity in finals footy because he's done it in origin footy. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, in, like Turbo has played. I mean, you look at the Penrith Panthers last year, unreal <coughs> side. They lost one game last year in the finals series. Shock me. The game that Dylan Edwards didn't play. Mm. They won every other one and he was injured the entire time. I, I personally believe right now, if Teddy was injured, Dylan Edwards would get the call up. I thought that's else. what you were going to ask me. Oh, Maybe really? Okay. Fullback, well, yeah. okay. Well, uh, what do you actually we'll get your answer on the 600k versus a million? So, I'm taking Turbo. I think Turbo is the best player in the comp. Injuries are very unfortunate. However, if Penrith were offered Turbo for a million, I'd be. If I was Penrith, I'd be saying no. We're keeping Dylan. Yeah, it's all. Re- it might, the answer for me personally, and a bit unfair on you, Garino, would just be it's all relative to what your cap is, really. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like if you've got Cleary sitting there. Then yeah. Whereas if you're like the Bulldogs, you get Turbo. 
Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, so it's like, it is, but yeah, that's fair. What, what I think is, is like the interesting thing is it, it's a genuine stopper. Like where you go, Ooh, whereas I don't think most people would be like, no, nah, no, nah, turbo every day of the week. Uh, I'll ask you this and you that as well, Maddie. If Teddy is injured, who is selected at fullback for New South Wales? Well, mate, to be honest with you, the guy that comes to mind for me straight away is probably Nico Hines. Mm. But should it be? Why not, Edwards? You've, I mean, mate. if Damien Cook got injured, I would straight away go, let's pick up because he's got the combo with the Penrith boys. Why, mm. don't I, why don't I do the same with Edwards, you know? Yeah. It's clearly Edwards for me. It's like, A, because of what he can do, but B, you got Luai, you got Cleary, you got Yo. You got probably and that's Crichton, where that's Tyler. where we're at with Edwards. You know what I mean? That is a resounding endorsement of where Edwards, Edwards is at. If Turbo was as it stands right now, Turbo was injured. If Latrell wasn't injured, do you go with Latrell at fullback or Dylan Edwards in that situation? I go Edwards and keep Latrell yeah. at centre. Matty, fit them both in. Yeah, sure. I'd, yeah, because I'd want to fit them both in. Yeah, I, okay. I just think that like I love Trell in the centres for Origin. Like I, I just think he's so unstoppable. I think at Clubland. He, he's better at fullback for the Rabbitohs. Mm. Um, but when you've already got a stack side, and I just think centre for him can be so dangerous. But it just shows you how far he's come. It shows yeah. you how far he has come. Because I'm telling you right now, 24 months ago, there's no way Ed would, would, people would be like, nah, he, does, he, he's not, he doesn't have enough of the high-end ceiling to be origin. But I think he's, he's proven that he does. He's mm. proven that he does. So massive rats to him. But let's get into the game. Panthers versus Cowboys. This was a really strange game due to the takeaways. If a Penrith Panthers, your takeaway is we are the motherfuckers. Like we are a step above the rest of the comp and that is including the Melbourne Storm right now. They choked the Cowboys out of this game. Matter of fact, it looks like it looked like a team that was in complete control the whole time. It almost like they knew exactly how this game was going to pan out and they knew exactly how they were going to make it happen. Whereas if you look at the Cowboys, you go, defensively, you guys were absolutely outstanding. What did you take away from this game? Mate, I think Penrith, as you said, they're incredible. I thought the thing that stood out for me with Penrith was that they had so much ball early and the Cowboys defended it so well that for some time, sometimes that can frustrate teams. Mm. Sometimes that can frustrate teams. It didn't worry Penrith in the slightest. Yeah. They just understand that as long as we've got more football than you, you're going to make more tackles than us, you're going to be exhausted, and we're going to win this in the back end. They didn't get frustrated in the slightest. And look, I thought the Cowboys' defense was incredible. I thought there was, you know, there was obviously the one where Isaac Tungo scored his elbow, hit the ground or whatever. So you could argue they potentially got a little bit lucky on that one. But Mate, the amount of ball that Penrith had, the amount of repeat sets that they forced, I just I thought the Cowboys' defense was so impressive. One thing I want to ask you, and I've been thinking about it for ages. I thought the other night was a good example. Panthers went repeat set, repeat set, repeat set. Right? Scott Drinkwater, he was kicking um, their dropouts. Personally, I would be going short mm. just about every single time. Mm. If you get the ball back, bonus. If you don't, I think against a side like Penrith, I would rather defend on my line then come out 40 metres and have to go up and back and let Penrith get on the front foot moving forward. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Yeah, look, it's, it's interesting because... Like, if you back your defence in, mm. on your line, as crazy as it sounds, it's the easiest spot to defend Yeah. if you've got yourself sorted. I don't know, because, like, if you do it on the line, they can score every play pretty much. You know, like, every play they got an opportunity to score on you. But they weren't. 
I know they weren't. Yeah. I know they weren't. But they still have the chance to. Whereas, yeah. like, if you get at least three tackles that are 40, like one tackle 40, the next tackle 35, the next tackle 30, that's three tackles gone. That You, you may keep them out from really attacking on your line. It's a, honestly, it's a coin toss. It really is a coin toss of what, what you back. You know, would you rather keep a distance between – because then also you could talk about field position. If you yeah. hold them out further enough, there's a different attacking kick as well. Rather than it being a cross-field bomb, it's a bit out, so it's a bit more harder to land it. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. It, honestly, both tactics could work. They're and really I, th good. I think, you know, as you said, if it's a coin toss, you also then have the coin toss of getting the ball back. Yeah, that's true. That's very I, true. Like, personally, I thought the Cowboys getting the ball back off a lot of those dropouts – I think it saved them a bit of pain the other night. Yeah. Yeah. No, fair point. I don't mind it. I don't mind it because, like, when you drop out, they usually get a couple of attacking players anyway. So it's like, yeah. well, we may as well just fucking do it off our line and not have to get off That's it. That's what I – yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just, just more on the Panthers, like – I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. They're just on another level. It's that simple. They are truly on another level. I thought Kikau was outstanding. Uh, his energy was incredible. Isaiah Yo, I mean, we all know Isaiah Yo. I think like Nathan Cleary, he's not even getting talked about, but he still just is so clinical. And what's interesting is that I think it was like two weeks ago after the game, they're like, oh, you're going to get into a grind or a bit of a grindy game of footy. And Cleary's response was, no, no, we like that. He said, we, we like grindy games because it, get, it gives us a chance to get a feel for how the game's going to go. And I was like, wow, that is intense as fuck when you're, you're not saying oh you know we've got to get into the grind and stay in a row he's saying no no we like the grind we want to keep the ball in play we want to make sure that we are in play as long as possible it's incredible and incredible. i think that was probably the lesson they took out of the 2020 grand final mm. that they went from being the high-flying kids throwing the ball around and then for me the difference in that 2020 grand final was, was smithy and how he got his melbourne storm back in and they grinded their way to the end of that game and I think from that point on, the Penrith Panthers have just gone, fuck it, we're going to be the toughest team, we're going to be the most resilient team in this competition. I think the final series last year showed that they were comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think Jerome Luai is just improving week in, week out, especially around Origin, which is a good sign. Uh, Tongo uh, runs for another 152 metres. Yeah, look, what else is there to say? The Panthers are on another level, and right now they would almost guarantee themselves a grand final spot. I cannot see... At the moment, right now, unless they get injuries or whatever, how they won't be able to at least make it into the grand final. That's the level that they're on right now. But it's a long season. We've still got, what, fuck, minimum 13, 14 games to go uh, before the end of the season. But they are just on another level, and it's going to be a special, special team that knocks these guys out of the final. Special team. Cowboys. Um, Valentine Holmes, 200 metres. Uh, seven tackle breaks. Matter of fact, he might even go into my team of the week, but oh, maybe we'll see. Uh, the Cowboys, I th personally think they can take a, a lot away from this game. Nothing went their way in attack. Their completion rate was fucking terrible. Um, you know, 62 completion rate, 62% mm. completion rate. So 
yes, we could sit there and go, that is absolutely not good enough in a big game. Like, that's actually terrible. But defence wins premierships, and to only lose to the Penny Panthers 22-0, even though it's still a dominant loss, I think it's good signs, really good sign. I think at one point, Penrith's completion rate was 18 from 18. Mm. Like, their first half was... Almost perfect. Close to perfect, and they only... like. To be only down 16-0 at halftime and then to lose the second half 8-0 when you did all that work in the first half, I thought the Cowboys did well to be in this game. I think there's so many more positives to take out of this. The negatives. If the Panthers are playing any other team, they probably win by 50 the other night, don't they? Mm -hmm. The amount of ball they had, all things considered. So, This is where, though, I think it's evidence, and I think we're starting to see with the Sharks as well, that... This year is a bit too soon for them to be ready to challenge for a premiership. Yeah. They don't have everything they need in place yet to be able to challenge for a premiership. I think you're seeing it more with the Sharks as weeks go on where you're going, yeah, it's incredible. The run they're going on, really good. But they ju- they're just not the complete package yet. They're not the complete package yet. Um, so although oh, it's tough because it's still 22-0. It was 22 nil, and, ne- yeah, and they yeah, never yeah. looked like winning ever. Yeah. Um, but it's a good base to build off. It's a bloody good base to build off. Yeah, and I mean, as you said, you know, this year is probably not going to be the year for the Cowboys. But I mean, if they keep doing what they're doing, you've now got Tommy Dearden that's walked into a Queensland camp. You've got Nanai who's walked into a Queensland camp. Leilua's going to arrive up there next year. Mm-hmm. Like, that's massive, man. They still need to find a spot for Hammer in this team. Like, Leilua as well as Jeremiah Nanai. Hylam Luke is going to have just another year under his belt. And they were missing grade. Felt and Tamalolo. Yeah, like imagine yeah. the new level that Cotter's going to go to as well. Mm. And you've got to say, like, Felt and Tamalolo, it's at least 12 points there. Yeah. So... And I think that that's what stood out for me for the Cowboys. They did so much defence that they struggled to get out of their own end. Mm. Fuck, the greatest metres guy in rugby league history would have been handed out yeah, to Tamalolo. Like and one of the best finishes, yeah. you know, for, like, like it was real. Like, I, I don't know the stats in front of me. I'd love to see their average sets compared to Penrith. Actually, you know what? It, it probably it wouldn't be as telling because Penrith had so many sets 10 metres out, essentially. But... Every time I watched the Cowboys, Chad was kicking from a good set. He'd kick from the 40. Yeah. Most of the time, he's kicking from the 30. Yeah. So, look, great signs for the Cowboys. You know, great signs. I think that we've shown they've shown that they have the foundation. Now it's just about those little, you know... Because, like, imagine they have that same game, but they that, that little cherry on top that, like, breaks games open and they, they score a couple of tries. All of a sudden, it's 22-12 and they're in the match. Yeah. And I think that they're still about 12 months away from that. I'll say this about the Cowboys. Nanai, 51. Robson, 51. Cotter, 63 tackles. Yeah. And their bench didn't miss a tackle. Yeah. They did a lot of work in that game. Mm. They've got a reasonably short turnaround. They play the Titans this week on Friday night. Who I reckon Titans might get them. Yeah. That's, this is the thing I'm worried about. Fuck, they would have been desperate for a bye this weekend, I think, yeah. Cowboys. I just hope that a potential loss against the Titans, that two losses doesn't turn into three. In saying that, yeah. what, so uh, Cotter the, the, and, and the, Cotter and Thingo, they won't be playing, will they? Cotter won't play. And Nanai. Nanai won't play. Dean won't be there all week. Mm. He will come back on Friday or whatever. Will he, though? Because he's 18th man. I th- Matty, did you see that Because he wouldn't want to get him injured. I think 18th man now, I don't know this, but... Because they're I more likely say, to play. Yeah, because they're actually part of the HIA team HIA and all that kind I'm of stuff. I'm not sure, though. I'm not sure. I don't... I, I think I'll do some digging. Cr- I think it'd be crazy to be sending Dearden back. Look what happened with Marnie last yeah. year. 
Give me one second. I'll have an answer for you. I saw something about it today. Um, yeah, I mean, regardless, though, I'm worried that those that their their early success, if they do have you know two losses on the trot, it could internet's not working. Don't yep. worry about it. Um, that it could turn into trouble potentially. As in confidence gets a bit of a hit. Yeah, yeah. just you just start to post origin blues, effect. all that kind of stuff. You know, stuff, you lose yeah. those two games. The NRL's hard. You could lose that third game, even though you play well. All of a sudden, you know. Like, I mean, you have a look at the Sharks now. They're now sitting in seventh place. Yeah. And I thought they were going to be locked into a top four spot yeah, which is five crazy. weeks ago, you know. Um, another thing I wanted to note, Talon May, last run of, there's three minutes to go. He knocks it on. It's They're 20 nil up, 22 nil up, three minutes to go. And Talon May literally go, blows up, slams the ball down. And I'm like, that's why Penrith are where they are. They are 22 nil up. He's made just one error with three minutes to go. The game's over. It's literally over. And he's so filthy at that error. He's throwing the ball and blowing up. I just yeah. love that shit. Anyway, on to the Broncos versus the Titans. Wow. Oh, I mean, I, t- I said last week, if they play like that against the Knights in that first half, they'll get bit by a better side. Sorry. Origin squad players number 19 to 22 will return, so okay. 18 won't. Yes. Yeah, okay, sweet. Um, now, I said that if the Broncos do what they did in the first half against the Knights against the Titans, they'll get bitten, and I think we saw that. I just don't think anyone expected the Titans fadeaway to be as dramatic as it was, one of the great fadeaways. Uh, this one's this really hard to take a bit out of because, as I said, first half, Broncos were abysmal, and then the second half, they come out and put, what, 35 points on or, you know, whatever it is, like 30 points 31. or whatever it was, 31. Yeah. What do you think of this game? Yeah, Titans. God, it must be frustrating being a Titans fan. Like, and I, I, I you know, and I, I get them. They want to t- tell me to get lost when I say I'll just be patient. I know mm. it's hard, but like, this is this is what you signed up for, mm. unfortunately. Um, Foz arriving there next year will help. We said it earlier. There's not a hope in hell. Fogarty last year or Foz next year says go for the short kickoff. Um, I feel sorry for Tino in that moment. But I mean, like, like they went for a short kickoff and didn't know the rules of a short kickoff. Mm-hmm. Like, it's unlucky that mm. it turned into a length of the, uh, the Broncos returning it on that. But like for a young squad to concede points and start to feel a comeback and then 40 seconds later, they're standing behind the sticks again going, what the fuck just happened? Mm. Our fourteen nil lead with twenty five. Our fourteen point lead with twenty five minutes to go is now an eight point lead, mm-hmm. and we haven't made a tackle or a pass. No, nothing's happened in the last six seconds. You know, <clears throat> oh, man. it's just it's tough. Um, and I thought Brisbane once they got in a roll. We spoke about it last week. Ezra Mam had some really nice moments. That pass that he threw to <sighs> was it Corey Oates, bro. So nice, so good. Like proper silky, just silky. Yeah, and he just he has that. Special little it back to his footwork. Even the try that he scored to hold it up for Herbie. Like he just held it long enough. He slowed his whole run down, then supported through the middle. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll keep talking about the Titans. Yeah. Look, really disappointing. Unfortunately, and I know the boys will be hurting, but unfortunately, I, don't, I just don't care how old you are to lose a lead like that. Yep. It's just unforgivable. Especially when. Like, they were down to 11 at one point, and Fafita pulled a try out of his ass somehow. (laughs) Like, you got to go... Like, I I personally... And I won't get too heavy on, but I thought that, that Esau Masters play, if I see a dumber play than that this year, I'll give it away. Yeah, it was... That was 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 just... That was really silly. And he know, Like, we don't need to... He'd be well aware of that, but it was just... You just watch that, and you're just like, 
fuck, you're already down one player. And it was so obvious. That's so like, obvious. Like you're Nothing else at the was ever going to happen. Yeah, I just silly, silly play. I, yeah, there's not, there's, there's really not much else to say other than that was just a brain explosion. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think who was the other guy that got sent for ten, ten in the bin. Uh, I think it was a forward from memory. I can't even remember the one with McIntyre. To be honest with you, I think it was clouded so quickly yeah, by Masters. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of what he did. Um, yeah, look, the Titans. There's really, there's really not much to say. Like there really isn't. Yeah, it's just unforgivable. And like to 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 go down to a team when you're up and it's a derby and you, you, they've got every reason to be playing for it. That's right. He had, he held Cobo. Held Cobo. Like he didn't let Cobo play. Uh, like release him. Oh play the ball. yeah, and Cobo had made a break. Yeah, had made a break. Um, yeah. To, to talk about compounding errors. Anyway, uh, look. Yeah, the Titans. Um, I'm not really sure what to say. It just wasn't really wasn't good enough. And this was a typical game where you see inexperience coming through. Like and you really that, do. That, that was the most frustrating thing. Their young spine looked so good in the first 20 minutes. So like, good. Like we, we, we didn't stop talking about Jaden Campbell in the first 20 minutes. Yeah, he was incredible. Just some of his touches. And like there mm. was a pass that he threw at one point. There was just such a basic pass, but it's just so natural. Mm. For him, um, you know, Sexton obviously got injured, uh, which hurt them, but... Yeah, this is unfortunately this is who the Titans are. I think they're fourteenth now on mm. the ladder. Yeah, just tough to watch. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. <laughs>